This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. And the new national minimum wage amendment uh, that's coming into effect on the 1st of March. Now, uh, the the national minimum wage uh, as well as the minimum wages in some specified sectors will increase with uh, as of effect on the 1st of March 2024. Um, And so that happens and it'll be about 27 rand 58 per hour. But is there a hidden agenda behind this amendment or is this minimum wage in some ways long overdue? Joining us right now is Jenna Adams from Adams and Associates. Uh, she is an attorney and she's our attorney expert that joins us on the line to chat more about this. Oh, actually in studio, what is this about on the line? Um, also, we are live on Facebook, so by all means, go ahead and check us out on Facebook and uh, be part of the conversation. Send us your questions if you have any questions regarding the minimum wage um, on 0817291657. Jenna, good afternoon. It's always like a pleasure to have you in studio and to chat to you. Uh, let's get into this one. Um, firstly, are there a few exceptions to this new uh, national minimum wage amendment? Yes, Cliff, that's correct. So the minimum wage increase will not apply to anyone employed through the Extended Development Works Program mm-hmm. or through learnership agreements that are stipulated through the Skills Development Act. This also doesn't apply to government workers who work as the South African Defence Force, South African Intelligence Agency, and those types of organisations. The yeah. minimum wage doesn't apply to them. Okay. Um, so, so, so to those um, of whom this does apply to, but when should employers increase the hourly rate since this uh, comes into effect on the 1st of March? The hourly rate increase will come into effect on the 1st of March, 2024. So, I mean, contract-wise, what does that mean then for employers? So, it means all employers will need to comply with the increase, which is going from uh, 25 Rand 42 per hour to now 27 Rand 58 per hour. Mm-hmm. It will be mandatory to comply with that. Sure. Okay. Um, but now what happens if an employer uh, refuses to push it up? I mean... First of March is around the corner, you know. That's true. And of course, there are already a lot of employers who don't comply with yeah. the existing exactly. national yeah. minimum wage. So this is actually a criminal offense. Mm. And anyone who doesn't comply with uh, the minimum wage should be reported to the Department of Employment and Labor, who will send out a labor inspector who will conduct a little bit of an investigation. If the employer is found wanting in this department, they are able to be fined uh, in terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. And how this fine works is it's either uh, double the employee's uh, hourly rate wow. or double the employee's monthly salary. Mm. Mm. Okay, so it's best you comply uh, or otherwise it's double trouble. I mean, it's it's completely unnecessary financially speaking. Um, and then also just in terms of the amendment, uh, does the national... Uh, minimum wage uh, amendment include things such as allowances, traveling costs, food and accommodation, or is that excluding? It's excluding. So it won't uh, count into effect things like domestic workers who get food Mm -hmm. uh, or accommodation. It won't include that or anything related to transport or equipment needed for the employee to do their work. Yeah, okay. And and then also, I mean, you know, I, I was sitting and I was looking at this and I don't know. I just feel like everything that now happens, my mind automatically just goes to things such as, huh, elections are this year. 
Mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, correct. Like automatically, <laughs> I'm thinking, huh? You proposed it this year. Do you know what I'm saying? So well, well, to be fair, to be fair, for the past couple of years, we have had an annual increase in the minimum wage, but this year it's a little bit bigger. It's an 8.5% increase, yeah. which is uh, 3% above inflation. So this could be seen as something to gather votes. Of course. Um, but it might also backfire. Mm. Mm. So Okay, so then I have to ask you, is there a hidden impact behind the national minimum wage amendment? Yes, and I've already received queries on this topic uh, because a lot of companies and small businesses who are very badly affected post-COVID can't afford this increase. Mm. They weren't uh, told much in advance what the increase was going to be. They haven't budgeted for this. They can't afford it. Mm. So I'm already receiving calls and inquiries about restructuring, retrenchments. Wow. Mm. And this, this will impact the South African economy. Okay, so, so so why why such a huge increase compared to uh, the 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 normal percentage of increase year upon year? Why this year is this one so massive? I mean, surely the government took into consideration that it would then have this negative impact, the one that you are speaking about. Yeah, look, I I think uh, a consideration has been the cost of living crisis mm. that we are all currently experiencing, um, and you know. Even with this increase, the minimum wage is only increasing to about 4,776 rand. That doesn't cover most people's rent and Mm. food for the month. So to be honest, people are suffering. So they've had to try and find a way to allay people's concerns. But a better way would probably have been to develop and invest in increasing employment. Mm. We have a massive youth unemployment rate in this country, higher than most other African countries and in Europe as well. And... um, the focus should probably have been on that department. Yeah. Mm. Instead of then pushing up the uh, the hourly rate, um, you know, create more jobs is, is, is probably the call that, that, that would have helped. Now, you said that you are receiving a lot of, the, um, uh, a lot of questions surrounding this in, in terms of companies. Uh, which for, for those companies, uh, for those employers that says, oh, but I can't afford this, uh, do you then see a, a, a increase in the unemployment rate? Should companies then resolve to retrenchment in order for them to mm-hmm. then come in line mm. with the... With a new amendment. Yes, yeah, so employers are trying to obviously save costs. It's completely understandable. This is a big punch to the pocket. Mm. And a lot of them will look straight to retrenchment or they will first try and look at alternatives, such as maybe reducing the working hours yeah. or reducing the amount of days per week that the employee will work. But mm. they've got to be careful here because they can't fall foul of just unilaterally making these changes. All of this has to be agreed with the employee. It's got to be in writing. It's got to be confined in with you know consent. Uh, they can't just unilaterally apply these changes. But then also there's there's the whole minimum um, amount of hours that you need to work a week, isn't it? Or maximum amount of hours that you need to work. There's a maximum, not a minimum. So that's where employers will try and look for a bit of leeway to negotiate. A lot of people tend to say that in government, like, so if you're a government worker and this is applied, you are secured, you're safe. There's not many retrenchments or many people that they would let go of because government is government. But for those people that own businesses, like, it's not just the, the salaries that are going up, but it's also the... Everything around you, the petrol, those things. So, like, whatever they're offering, that now also has to increase. Like, whatever service or or, um, product they are offering has to increase. 
So I just feel like it's, it's, you can't win anyway. I think we're going to see a shift away from possibly manual labor mm. to the use of technology yeah. to overcome that sort of obstacle. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a sad one because, I mean, w- when you think about that as well, um, would I want to also take a pay cut at the end of it, given the fact that the, the, the rise in cost of living as mm. well? So I don't know, like, n- like now I'm mixed. Now I feel mixed about this, Jenna, because mm. on the one end, I'm like, yes, let's increase this <laughs> hourly rate. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's increase it because um, financially speaking, great. But then on the other side, I'm like, but what about the companies that is, mm. you know, now having to really look at things because it's not just an increase for one sector. It's an increase for most sectors. It's an increase for the entire company, for all of the employees mm. as well. So financially speaking, um, and this that's comes into effect on the 1st of March. Yeah. That's a few weeks ago, two weeks away. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. A lot of people prefer a government job than anything else because there's, there's a sense of security compared to like having a working for someone else, like working for someone that is owning their own company or business. Yeah. Because like you said, the hours then get cut and um, or they find other means to stretch it. Yeah. So, so uh, Jenna, j- just also coming to a close here, is there no way that, you know, in future government is required to ask or to liaise with companies in advance or, or is that just the case of government gets to make the decision and companies must just fall in line? Well, to be honest, this proposal, the amendment proposal, was actually published a few months ago. Okay. Uh, it's just that most people aren't aware mm. that, uh, you know, uh, the, before the government gazette comes out, that it's published and that you can, you know, use your local politicians to try and negotiate this in Parliament. And it's just a matter of people not no, really knowing their rights and not accessing the political system properly and engaging with their democratic rights. Um, but this was open for discussion. Ah, man. In public participation, yeah. Ah, well, that's unfortunate. Well, listen, if you are an employee, good news. The hourly rate as of the 1st of March goes up to 27.58 rand per hour. So well mm. done to you for y'all that is working on the hourly rate. <laughs> um, it is being pushed up. And if you are an employer, all the best. I hope that it works out. And I hope that whatever plan you come up with, that uh, no one gets retrenched mm. and no one gets fired um, because you need to fall in line with uh, the wage bill, uh, which of course comes in effect on the 1st of March 2024. Jenna, thank you for your time. It's always liquor. And a pleasure Most to have welcome. you. welcome. Thank you Thank for having you. me. It's always a delight to have you. And of course, if you want to catch this conversation again, head on over to Facebook as well. You can check it out on Facebook. Or alternatively, uh, head on over to our podcast because these conversations, uh, especially the, the conversations we're having with Jenna, uh, will be on podcast as well. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.